So welcome everyone to um, our live Chisel Chats. These are just a quick 20 minute conversation um, to provide you with updates on tactics and strategies that you can use in your digital advertising campaigns. As marketers ourselves, um, I will be chatting with a different member of the Chisel team to really help you better improve your work and understand your digital advertising strategy. So digging in today's topic, I'm super excited to talk about video advertising. It is predicted that consumers spend 100 minutes a day watching online videos in 2021. And this has actually increased 19% of our daily viewing behavior since 2019, um, which was at 84% or 84 minutes. Um, so it's not surprising that marketers continue to plan to use video within their digital advertising strategies and close to 95% of marketers actually plan to increase their spend um, this year. So today I'm chatting with Hunter from our Chisel Solutions team to really just better understand the opportunity that's available to marketers with video. So welcome Hunter. Thanks, thanks for having me Megan. Um, before we dig into today's chat, do you just wanna tell me a little bit about yourself and what you do here at Chisel? Yeah, uh, I'm the director of partnerships and solutions here at Chisel. So I manage a lot of our relationships with technology and business partners. Um, and more recently have been focused on our internal solutions group, which is uh, tasked with bringing in more additional marketing solutions outside of traditional programmatic display uh, what our clients are used to seeing in our self-service platform. Awesome. Yeah, and unofficially, I am the company dog sitter and kickball coach. Nice. Do you have um, any dogs this week? No dogs this week. Mm. In the week off. Well, <laughs> that's good. Um, give you a little break. So I guess going into the topic of video advertising, to just like set a baseline. You just kind of want to cover the different types of channels or um, like types of video um, ads are included in video advertising. Yeah, absolutely. So from, from a channel standpoint, uh, it's, it's really broad, right? Uh, it includes your programmatic, uh, your social, your out of home, uh, specifically digital out of home. Um, so really video advertising works its way into most marketing channels and the landscape's continuing uh, to grow. Uh, as far as the different types of um, video advertising, really the, there are three key ones uh, that I view as you know, the most critical and those would be in-stream. So uh, video ads that run sequentially with the publisher, the website's uh, video content. Um, then there's outstream. So this is uh, pretty much the opposite of that. So anything that's not aligned with other video content, this would be your in-banner, in-article, interstitial uh, type ads. Uh, and then the other big one uh, we can't go without mentioning would be uh, OTT and connected TV. Um, so that's really uh, ads that are being served on uh, full episode players, uh, whether it's live content, uh, video on demand, um, and specifically for connected TV, it's, 
it's video ads shown on your uh, Wi-Fi enabled television. So if that's through um, Apple TV or Roku, uh, Amazon Fire Stick, uh, those would be the video ads there. Um, but but like I said, uh, those are the the key ones and programmatic available in our self serve platform. Uh, the other ones that uh, are we also offer through um, our supported solutions would be digital out of home. So uh, video screens playing at shopping malls and, and in ride shares or gas stations. Um, obviously YouTube. So that's all the YouTube ads, be it skippable, non-skippable, or the six second bumper ads that you see before YouTube ads, and then social as well. Yeah, I think um, you kind of answered my next question is like, where are where all the places video ads can be placed. And, you know, I think it's, it's everywhere. You know, I think video has definitely become, you know, second nature to you know, a lot of consumers. They're, you know, ingesting so much type of video content. Um, but then the other side is as marketers that it's really coming hand to hand with uh, just your standard display ads that you can really use, you know, video as a medium to across like any type of channel or any type of device um, to reach your kind of target audience. Yeah, yeah, and, and within each of those channels, you know, there's specific types, for example, uh, like in-stream, uh, they have, there's pre-roll that plays before the video, mid-roll during the video, and post-roll that plays after the video. And then for out-stream, there, there's a whole, uh, you know, suite of different uh, video ad types. So that's like in banner. So video ads that play, uh, that live within uh, standard banner display ad inventory. Um, they're in articles. So video ads located between paragraphs of an article or web page. Um, and there's also native ads, native video ads. So think native ads, the ads with, you know, headers and, and some brief content that almost look uh, like organically like another article, but uh, it's it's actually uh, an ad and it has its own, you know, click through URL and whatnot. Um, and then uh, in addition to that, uh, there's, there's the in-app or more specifically interstitial. And those are kind of the vertical mobile apps that you see that are played uh, between um, between content sections. So uh, think of like different levels of a game, uh, you'll pop up and see an ad and, and that's how different, uh, you know, ad or app developers monetize their, a lot of their ads or apps. Yeah, I think, you know, those, you know, like the mobile, like interstitial ads um, between games as well as, you know, social, you know, video ads and even, you know, some of the bumper ads that are on YouTube, those like six second spots um, as a marketer, that can be super challenging <laughs> to get a message across in six seconds. But we also have to, you know, understand the flip side of the consumer, like their attention span, you know, is it no one really, you know, wants to watch through a full like you know, 90 second spot um, commercial. So those six second spots are you know, super crucial of you know, just getting that brand awareness and, you know, enticing the consumer enough to um, you know, push them down the funnel even more. Absolutely. Yeah. I guess going into my next question, um, what do you think the big 
kind of like sell a video advertising is for marketers? Uh, I, I think you let off with it, right? It's just this huge growth in, uh, in online video viewership. Um, I, I have some stats too from a Nielsen study that showed, um, you know, specifically during the pandemic, uh, we saw a 60% increase in the amount of video content watched globally. Um, and, and one stat here is saying that um, today's consumers are watching an average of seven and a half additional hours of video content every week, bringing it to almost 18 hours a week. So there's a lot of inventory to be had out there. And I think a lot of advertisers are taking advantage of that. Um, another thing too, um, specifically, this surprised me to learn, which um, I, I think there's this, this notion that uh, all of the connected TV and the cord cutters are, you know, younger millennial um, generations, but uh, we're, we're seeing that that's not entirely the case. Um, uh, consumers 55 years and up uh, are actually making up 26% of that streaming audience now, which is up 19% from 2019. So uh, it's, it's no longer, you know, let's, let's hit CTV and OTT to reach the younger audience. Uh, it's really, truly the full audience that you were hitting um, with previous linear uh, television ads. And then I think in addition to that, um, Another big sell is just uh, you have a captive audience, uh, so they're they're engaged, they're watching, um, they're you know less susceptible to ad blockers or ad fatigue, um, and you, and you just have the ability to kind of relay your message. Awesome, yeah, I think that captive audience is probably like the biggest sell with video. Mm -hmm. You're kind of their attention is kind of fully on you and your ad as opposed to, you know, the side banner ads or being distracted with other content. Um, so my next question is, why do you think marketers are turning um, towards video as another tactic in their advertising campaigns? Yeah, I, I think uh, in general, it's just it provides more opportunity to relay a more comprehensive, complete message, right? With with display banner ads, uh, you know, you you have a short sentence, if that, to to get the value across um, and to you know make an impression. Uh, where, whereas video, you can really you know elaborate on the on the value of your products or service and. Uh, and really, uh, you know, complement that with much more visual appeal and an opportunity to be creative and and uh, kind of leave an impression on on the viewer. Um, I think in addition to that, specifically with uh, CTV OTT, um, compared to uh, traditional linear television, now with OTT, you have the ability to layer on data. Um, utilize cross-device targeting, uh, attribute conversions, uh, be it online or even offline conversions now. So it's just such a more effective, efficient, data-driven way of uh, TV advertising. Yeah, and I think, you know, marketers are learning that, you know, with video, especially with how much time consumers are spending, you know, engaging with video content, that the amount of inventory that's available 
um, is, you know, right up there with how much inventory there is available in display, um, traditional display advertising. So um, it definitely just helps broaden your reach and you know, scale your campaigns. Absolutely. I guess kind of going into like tactical of like, as you're running a campaign, what are some things that marketers should keep in mind as they're running video ads? Yeah, um, I think a big one is that reach doesn't necessarily mean influence, right? Uh, hitting the right audience is, is absolutely crucial in, in all of advertising, right? But uh, specifically for video. And, and that really takes a careful balance of both data targeting. So making sure you're targeting people who are in market for your product or service. Um, as well as contextual targeting. So making sure you're serving on the content that your audience is watching or reading. Um, and, and there's so much to that contextual piece too. Um, it's more so, you know, it's more than just saying, hey, my target audience, uh, you know, they like sports, let's serve on live sports. You know, you, you can do a world with, uh, with contextual, uh, video advertising and, and saying, oh, well, maybe I'll serve video ads on the Twitch platform because I know my, my target audience are primarily gamers. Um, so contextual is, is really, in my eyes, an even bigger part of the, uh, the video landscape. Um, in addition to that, I think other things to keep in mind, um, just know that, you know, be sure to create video content that's customized for each platform that you're serving on. So I know that uh, video content creation can be a little more time consuming. Um, it's much it's a much bigger lift, but it's so important that you're serving you know the optimal um, you know aspect ratio and creative size to the platform or uh, publisher inventory that you're serving on. Um, a couple other things to, to relay, I think, um, understanding your goals and picking the right type of video advertising is, is really important. So if you're looking for video completion rate, then CTV would, is probably number one in that category. If you're looking for a click-through rate, which isn't as common with video ads, then that in-app interstitial mobile, specifically the vertical orientation that we see uh, tremendously high click-through rates there. Um, and then if you're just looking for viewability and you know, brand awareness, viewable CPMs, uh, that would be more of your outstream, your in-banner and um, in-article. Um, so, and then, like you said, with the, the pre-roll, that's really, it can be a huge brand awareness play. Um, just getting, if you're looking at YouTube and their six second bumper ads, just getting that, uh, the brand name out there and, and in the mind of your uh, target audience, that, that's super important. Uh, I think the one last uh, piece of advice that I'd give when it comes to video advertising and um, this is more specific to uh, CTV ads where, you know, they aren't clickable, um, but the use of vanity links or QR codes. So a vanity link, I'm, I'm sure uh, we've all seen them is, you know, if you're seeing a Nike ad on my Amazon Fire Stick, it might just say, oh, go to nike.com slash TV. So that's, that's a way that the advertiser can attribute that 
uh, that page visit to the um, to the ad. Uh, and obviously, there's ways you know you can employ cross device, but uh, this this is more than just attribution. This is just giving them uh, an avenue to quickly get to your product uh, from you know while they're sitting and, and watching the uh, video content. Same thing with QR codes. I think we've seen a big uh, a big embrace of QR codes uh, with the onset of the pandemic with you know restaurants uh, putting QR codes on the menus and whatnot. Um, it's it's a great way to you know everyone's got their phone in their hand. So during during a CTV ad, why not put a little QR code in the corner? So if someone is really compelled and engaged, they can easily just quickly scan your ad and go uh, immediately to the landing page. Yeah, that's a great tip. I think we've seen, you know, um, especially on Hulu, I've seen a lot of like specialized ads where it has, you know, the video on the side and then there's a QR code, but there's nothing restricting you as, you know, a marketer from, you know, just embedding that QR code in the ad itself um, and, you know, having consumers be able to, um, you know, scan that as they're sitting at home. Biggest suggestion is make sure the QR code probably shows up the entire length of the ad. Um, as opposed yep. to like the last six seconds, because no one has enough time to get up off the couch to try to scan a, um, their ad. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and I think the other part is, you know, that I would just add one suggestion is, you know, you can always add like video event retargeting. So, which is basically like if someone has engaged with the video ad or, you know, watched a certain percentage of the video ad, um, you can add a, like a retargeting audience. Um, to you know, display you know, uh, you know, like mobile or you know, display ads to them later on in the funnel. So if they didn't convert, you know, they didn't come to your site or you know, scan the QR code while they're watching, you know, the CTV ad, um, you can at least re you know retarget them to try to get them to take an action later on when they're on a device that actually enables you know a click. Um, yeah, we've seen really good success with that. Yeah, and I think a lot of marketers think, you know, CTV isn't the most conducive to driving a lot of conversions, but I don't think that's the case. It's really how you set it up and how you fit it in with your overall marketing strategy and, um, and you know, provide ways uh, to convert beyond that, like the QR code or vanity links or uh, player retargeting. So after you get after you see a video ad, you get served, um, you know, a display that's clickable and goes to that landing page. So, you know, create as many opportunities uh, to from view to conversion as you can. And I think that's um, a good thing to keep in mind. Awesome. Well, to wrap things up, do you have any final thoughts on video advertising? Um, any final thoughts on video advertising? I think, um, I think we've seen like a, a big shift in, you know, traditional video advertising where the goal was to sell, you know, just shove the product down the viewer's throat and this is what you need. Here's the value prop. This is why you need it. And I think we've seen a big shift in, in uh, brands creating ads for the purpose of brand sentiment, right? Um, it, it's, it's really leaving, uh, we say like an impression served is an impression earned. Um, and when you're serving that impression, you really are 
you know, leaving the viewer with an impression of your brand or company. Um, and it, it's so important to, you know, establish a good brand sentiment, uh, specifically with, you know, in, in light of, you know, the pandemic and COVID, we saw a bunch of examples of, um, you know, brands really pushing that, you know, togetherness, you know, come together, we're all in this together mentality, um, you know, leaning into the situation and pivoting towards a solution. Um, and, and just things that kind of, you know, leave you with a lasting impact. So that way, when you hear or see the brand, uh, you immediately associate it with, you know, that message that they relayed. Um, yeah, and other than that, you know, it, I know there's a lot to video advertising as, as we've gone through all the different channels and, and types of video ads. Um, you know, if you're not sure what, which route to go or what specifically you should be uh, targeting or serving to, uh, just reach out to our team um, and just let us know what goals, what, you know, what goals are you looking to accomplish? What's, uh, whether it's, you know, driving leads, brand awareness, uh, whatever it might be, come to our team and uh, we're, we'll happily kind of walk you through the strategy and, and let you know, you know, what type of video advertising works best for you. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, Hunter. This was a great yeah. conversation. Yeah. So to wrap things up, um, we're off next week for a live Chisel Chats, but you tune in April 20th. I'm going to chat with a member of our team about the topic that Hunter kind of alluded to, the kind of um, transition between traditional TV to connected TV. Um, we've also launched our Chisel Chats as a podcast. So if you've missed any of our previous shows, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Pod Spotify, or any podcast podcast streaming service. And with that, goodbye everyone. Have a great day. Thanks Megan. Let's see it.